Welcome back. Welcome back. To Pop Pinion. Pop Pinion. Episode. Uh, 57. Yes. <gasps> 57. Oh, you are. You, you seem to get more and more proud the more episode, episodes I we know, do. I know. Because in my head, I went 56, 56. And then, you know what came out? 57. Not Studio 56. 54. 57. Heinz 57. Every, every episode now is just going to be a new studio. I guess yeah. you can't really do it once you're out of the 50s. No. So that would be weird. Case, how you doing? <laughs> oh boy, Jack. It's a loaded question. It is a loaded question. We have had a major injury in our households. Um, little Miss Meg ha- had a hiking accident and has completely demolished her knee. And this happened last Thursday. Went to the, well, we've been to a couple hospitals a few times. Um, once she saw a fracture, when she went to the fracture clinic, they put her in surgery the next day. And it has been a very exhausting week. It's going to be a very long recovery. It's very hard. She's a performer and stuff. So it's been, it's been emotionally, everything's just, it's been a tough week for sure. So I don't know. There's nothing else I can say for this week because that is the only thing I have done besides watch The Office with her because it makes us laugh. And so we're trying to keep things positive and happy. So we have watched a lot of The Office and I forgot how funny the show is it's a really funny show and it it's I think it might get like it might if you watch it now people might cancel it there's there's some really inappropriate stuff I think it's hilarious still but a show like that I don't think could get made now not with it the way he behaves yeah everything is pretty inappropriate for like a workplace setting yeah anyways so that's I don't have much to say for the past week how are you Jack uh I'm okay. Yeah. Yeah. Thank goodness. I need one of my children to be okay. (laughs) I mean, we do, we do have a plan with Meg to incorporate her on the podcast. Should we talk about that? Yeah, let's. So I got a text just kind of out of the blue and it was, Hey, well, obviously it was from her, but saying like, I was talking to mom and I was thinking, since I don't watch movies, I want you guys to like give me movies to watch and I could talk about it on the podcast with you guys. So my head immediately, the first movie I go Mm -hmm. to, especially because I want, I want to give her a movie that I actually think she would enjoy, mm-hmm. but is like widely considered like it is. It should be on this list somewhere. I'm sure it is. It if it's not, it would be a mistake. But my first thought was The Dark Knight. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I think she will enjoy that movie because Heath Ledger's performance, I think, will be, you know, because she has aspirations to be an actress, too. So I think for her, I think it will definitely resonate with her of just how good his acting is. My first one that, well, a few came to mind, but I was thinking, because she wants us each to pick two. She wants us to pick one she knows we, we think she'll like, and then one kind of outside. Wait, like two together or separately? She just wants us to pick two each. Yeah. So, like, I pick two, you pick two. We don't necessarily talk about all four on one podcast, but we could do, like, one a week or something we have her on or whatever, right? We haven't figured out logistics yet. Um, so, I was thinking Little Miss Sunshine. Because I think she would like it. Especially that she's on the Steve Carell train right now. My only worry with that is... I, not that she wouldn't like it. I just don't know if she would be like engaged the whole time. Yeah. It is very hard to keep her engaged in movies. That's why she doesn't really watch them. Because even when we're watching The Office, she talks through, she talks through most of it. And then she'll be like, oh, I didn't get that joke or something. Uh, my headphones did that thing again. I have to switch headphones. Oh. We can. I I got another pair. They were like about to die in mid conversation. I'm like, I charged the batteries. I thought everything was okay, but she 
she doesn't pay the most attention. But that's why I feel like The Dark Knight is a movie that would suck her in because although it is Batman, it is superhero, which before I always thought she was against, but I remember she watched Venom and she was asking mm-hmm. me about movies to watch. So yeah. I wouldn't send her down the MCU train right away. I'd want her to get into other movies, but I, like even just like looking at this list, I, I don't know many of these that she would like. No, I know. She's really difficult. You know what? Another one I came up with was Promising Young Woman. I could see that. I can see her liking that one. I think Carrie Mulligan's performance is great. I think it's an interesting story. I don't think we've ever seen a story like that. So I think maybe. It's definitely something we we at least know what to pick movies based on. Yes. And it's by performances, not necessarily the story itself. Yes. She doesn't like action, though. So that's the only thing. But I don't find The Dark Knight's like... It's not action-based, I wouldn't say. No, I barely think it's Batman-based. Yeah, me too. I know. It's so very true. Anyways, yeah. So that's something to look forward to for her. We're going to have to keep her pretty entertained for the next... uh, Well, at least this is going to be a long recovery, but three months she's not allowed to do anything. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So I think we'll we'll try and have her on and stuff like that. And her and I I are going to try and do more. And I I like the one... Like, if we give her four movies, I think one a week is good. Yeah create a little like segment out of it i'll come up with a creative name for it yeah meg's recovery movies (laughs) i know right (laughs) maybe just a first thought yeah it's just the first thought yes uh so we have our top 100 movie challenge which was i mean you guys heartwarming heartwarming really i wish i was gonna find out the percentage remember of what were the chances we picked these two movies together but i didn't oh no but that would have been great to figure out I mean, we still, I think the odds are still in our favor that we're going to come up with. There's two movies we thought if they put them together, not necessarily that they're the same movie, but it would make for a good week. Yes. That we kind of deserve at this point. I really deserve this. I did not deserve these two. (laughs) No, we're we're double dosing on the war movies. Mm -hmm. The thing I like about them is that they are like, you can see slight similarities, but I find them very different very different which actually when i started thinking about it i was like you know what i'm kind of happy they're together because it's kind of fun to we can contrast and like compare them and so that's kind of uh, you know just like a little that's never happened before where we've had such similar movies so and two movies with all all the acclaim possible like war movie sure you could check that two legendary directors check that actors out the wazoo yeah even though i would actually say saving private ryan might be a little more yeah. like yeah you there are really good actors but it's while they were younger yeah we didn't really know who they were really at that time right or for some of them yeah yeah uh so i guess let's start with apocalypse now go with the go with the older one yes so apocalypse now 1979 directed by francis ford coppola as much as I loved the movie, I want to talk about everything that happened behind the scenes and how wild this movie actually was, Yeah, which you... kind of adds to the chaos. Okay. I Can I just say one thing about it? I felt like this was kind of two separate movies. I don't know which version you watched, but I watched some three-hour long-ass thing, but it was because um, it was some final cut. It was three hours. Oh, yeah. I did not see a final cut. Okay. It was a lot. I'm not going to lie. I didn't fully pay attention the whole time, but I mean, I did a good job and I had to break it up over days because I couldn't watch three hours of that. But I felt like this is kind of like two separate movies. I feel like them getting there to the place like in the, where is it in the Congo? No, where is uh, uh, Cambodia? Cambodia. Sorry. I knew it was a C. 
I feel like them like going down the river and all the stuff that happens going down the river is like one movie. And then him getting there is kind of like a separate movie or something like it was like two kind of, I don't know, there's like a stopping point almost where you could be like, hey, we're done with that. Now it's this, right? Yeah, you're kind of on this adventure movie. So uh, Captain Benjamin Willard uh, is sent to Cambodia to assassinate a renegade colonel uh, who has earned the trust of a local tribe. Yeah. So you are right that you kind of, you get on the boat, you meet the characters, you have that really uh, intense opening scene with the PTSD and the helicopters and he's freaking out in the hotel. It's a great... It's a great jumping point. It's a great way to jump in of like, you know, it's going to be loud. You know, it's going to be violent. Mm-hmm. But also, let's look at this character. Because that's kind of how I watch this movie of like, look at the psyche of these characters. Right. And because you already know the physical toll of war. But I feel like there aren't many movies that talk about the mental side of it. For sure. Which I can't even, I, I can't even imagine what these poor men go through. And the we got some we got some heavy hitters in this one yes so marlon brando who plays the renegade colonel yeah shaved head and i still every time he talks i always just thought that the godfather, godfather. was an act mm-hmm. but it's just how he talks it is yeah uh robert duvall yep i guess you wouldn't say because this is in that range where he was becoming pretty big yeah yeah for sure uh both martin and charlie sheen right uh very very young Lawrence Fishburne. Oh, I don't remember He's, him. He's uh, clean, like oh, the okay. young, like the younger. Oh, on the boat. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. I didn't even know that. Yeah, Lawrence That's Fishburne. Crazy. Uh, Dennis Hopper. Oh, Dennis Hopper was. Oh my God, he was so good in it. Harrison Ford. Harrison Ford, I have written down. It was just. It was. It was a great movie to be like, oh yeah, this is 1979 because like Star Wars had come out two years before that, which is kind of weird because they. This movie took two years, or I think it might have been three years altogether. To make. Because I think it might have taken like a year to make, and then it was like two years of editing. Okay. Because uh, I can't remember what the exact length, like the exact amount of film, but it amounted to about 240 hours. Oh my God. I was going to say, I feel footage. like I watched all of that. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, I never knew the, because I'd never seen this movie before. Okay. I didn't know the, I love the smell of napalm in the morning mm, came from, from this. That. And I, I I thought that was really cool. This out of the two movies definitely glorifies war. Yeah, like it definitely is. It isn't as horrific as Saving Private Ryan. Like, right? Like as, yes, I know what you're saying. Like it's Saving Private Ryan's got, it's it's a different feel. There's there's more of a, a realness to it when this feels like a movie. Yes, like it feel, and it was a made up, like this didn't actually happen. So even the the river they were going on I heard was like it's just a made-up river like this was a, a story whereas Saving Private Ryan although it was a fictional story there wasn't a, a person they went in and did it it's a more believable it's a it's a more believable story because that actually happened on the beach and whatnot right yeah. so um oh so do you have anything well, about the I, movie itself? Because once we get into the background stuff, that's it's going to be a few minutes because it's pretty wild. What okay, happened. great. I can't wait to hear. I just this. I don't know why, but this quote, like I, I know the napalm in the morning and all of that stuff, like there's famous quotes. But this one to me, when I heard it, I actually had to pause the movie and go back because it just resonated. Like I just felt like, wow, that is so funny. Not funny. Sorry. It's just it, I just really liked it. So he, he goes. You know how he's always talking in his head or whatever? Like, it's always, like, it's being narrated by Charlie Sheen or whatever. And so he's like, 
shit. So he 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 learns that he has to go and get this guy, right? Because he's murdering people. And he goes, shit, charging a man with murder at this place is like handing out speeding tickets at the Indy 500. So I just found that to be like the way he compared it to like Indy 500. And it was like, yeah, like you're so you're charging someone with murder in a war. Like, how do you like it didn't make sense. Right. So, yeah, yeah no, that I don't know when I heard it. I had to go back and I had to be like, oh, that's really funny, actually. OK, sorry. I was flipping over my phone. I know. Um, I'm trying to think of what else I have from it. Um. I have nothing else from like the movie. Okay, itself. so then I will say one more thing. When Dennis Hopper, because he's plays a photographer, and so when um he actually gets there, Martin Sheen gets there and meets Marlon Brando and all that, which I felt like that whole scene, the le- the leading up to it was so crazy. Like you didn't see his face for so long. Like you could hear his voice, and you could there was like a shadow, and all of a sudden you'd almost see him, and then finally he's there's his face, right? But then he gets put in Martin Sheen gets put in those like it's not a jail, but it's it is kind of a it's not a jail like steel ball like don't like think like steel bamboo. it's like bamboo and stuff right so he's in there and Dennis Hopper comes by he's not in it much but when he's in it he is so extraordinary like he's he's flipping all around and you can tell he's just like a bit like they're all crazy like this guy has made them all like kind of crazy right and the way he's speaking it's like really really fast and he's like he's our master and he's our blah, and he's giving him water and cigarettes and he's jumping all around the thing and so i don't know like there's three hours of this movie but for me dennis hopper was the steen scene stealer i loved it for that not the movie yeah (laughs) i think you're also right that it is two different movies like the beginning kind of feels like a western almost where we have this hero and he's Mm -hmm. going to kill the bad guy and it's like all these things like they get off because i can't remember he wanted mango coconut i don't know he wanted something so they get off the boat and then they run into a lion and so it's like yeah it's almost like this adventure thing like people are shooting at them and it's like this whole thing for almost like almost two hours well the one I saw right it was like so it's probably like an hour and a half or whatever and then him when he's there he finally makes it there then it's like another hour of that of this and when they say like an, a tribe like it's a huge there are a lot of people it's not like there's like 10 people it's like hundreds of people that are worshiping this man who's clearly he's just gone cuckoos right yeah there is some cuckoo cachoo in there yeah Anyways, I can't wait to hear backstories. Give it to me. Okay, so originally this movie was supposed to be Ford Coppola was he was uh, uh, producing it, but it was supposed to be George Lucas. Oh, interesting. So that Mm. they had to make a last second switch with that, but I mean, not that big of a deal for him to just take over. So did George Lucas have any claim in this movie? I don't think so. Okay, I think I my I didn't read exactly what it was, but I'm pretty sure I imagine it would have to do something with Star Wars. Right. Right. So. Two two or three years before the movie came out, Coppola takes everybody to the Philippines, and this is where we're recording. And even like he's rewriting the movie as they're shooting it. He's like wearing out all the crew, and then the crew will go home at night, and they have these like drug filled parties. So it's just it's just a disaster. Chaos. Um, Martin Sheen had a heart attack during the movie, like oh during my filming. God. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Coppola threatened to kill himself like a number of times. Oh my goodness. So I feel like it just add this adds so much. Yeah. That like everything you're feeling in the movie is probably what they were feeling on set. Right. Like it was probably such an intense movie and an intense like story and whatnot that it probably made them all kind of like crazy. Right. Mm-hmm. 
Wow. How long did it take to shoot? Did you know? Uh, I'm pretty sure it said two years. Wow. Or it was either either the editing or the filming. One of them took two years. Yeah. So I probably the editing took probably two years. Probably the editing, yeah. They were in the Philippines for... Probably a long time, eh? For something like that. Uh, they also had to borrow, borrow the military equipment from the Filipino military. Okay. And then sometimes they had to take it back to fight actual wars. Oh, Lord. Wow. So they would just lose equipment. Uh, there was a typhoon that hit mm. and like knocked out a bunch of the sets at one point. Wow. So the fact that this movie even got made, I think, is spectacular. Coppola had to fund a lot of it himself. Wow. Because studios were making all like the big ticket movies and they didn't want to support a movie like this. Right, right. So he was basically bankrupt from day one. Wow. And I just, I loved this context of, because usually it's like, oh yeah, we filmed for a few months and they yeah. edited and everything went yep. hunky dory. But yeah. I just no one on set was okay. No. And you could feel that more in the movie knowing like, that now. Martin Sheen is not old in this movie. Like he's not old. Like that's crazy for him to have a heart attack. He must they must have been there must have been some crazy shit going on in there, right? Yeah. If just and you're just hearing about like the crew going off and having these parties. I, I can't imagine the cast would be too far behind. <laughs> Right. Must have been just chaos. And they somehow pulled through and came out with this movie. But but it adds to the movie because the movie is chaos. So clearly whatever energy they were putting, uh, having outside of it, they were bringing into the movie. Yeah. Because the movie is like chaos. I'm still shook about Lawrence Fishburne. I don't know how I didn't realize that. It's, like, I need to go back and like just see him because I can't. So he's he must be the one that gets shot. Sorry. I won't spoil that in case anybody's going to watch it. It's uh, a really feel good like a lot of people get shot now i know but there's like the one i'm thinking i'm thinking it's that one it must be that guy wow yeah so Crazy. one fun more movie to another yes saving private ryan so there's something about this movie though as gory as it is it has these moments where sorry sorry do your spiel i'm sorry that's that's okay uh it's, it's 1998 directed by steven spielberg uh, during the invasion of Normandy, Captain John Miller is sent to find bri- Private James Ryan, who has already lost his three brothers. Yeah, I thought it was four, but yeah, or five or something. There was a lot. He lost like a whole bunch. And then they, in the office, they figured it out. Like this mother was going to get like four letters or something or whatever it was. And so they were like, you, we got to get this guy out. So it's kind of their journey to find him because that takes like an hour. It takes That takes a while. And then when they find him and then there's more stuff. Um, the opening scene. So I always thought the opening scene was the beach scene, but the opening scene is actually him walking in the, in the cemetery with his family. Um, but then it's, I mean, I guess everybody always thinks opening scene is that one that it, it might be the most horrific thing I've ever seen. Like it might be, it's just, it isn't glorified. Like you said, it is, it is exactly what it was most like. I know I wasn't there, but exactly what it was like yeah so for those who don't know the so that opening scene is him seeing the cemetery and it immediately goes and it shows us and for anyone that knows history june 6 1944 Mm -hmm. is a pretty important day Mm and not just american history but world history yeah and it's storming omaha beach this is like a 24 minute scene and you can feel this eeriness it's all these soldiers on a boat like you understand the context once they show the date and then as soon as these boats stop, it is just these 20, 24 minutes of just death, 
gore mm-hmm. everywhere and nothing is subtle you no. see everything you see everything and it's so realistic and it's horrifying and like for these men to get on this boat and they just open the doors and they just get all get shot like it's just so some of them make it out and then they obviously you know make it up up the beach or whatever and they end up getting shooting those guys out there's only like two or three of them too or something right but they end up like the small group or whatever make it and then they have to go and they go on this journey and it's just them on the journey but what I do like about this movie because I do I like war movies sorry war movies are tough because they're very hard on my heart however I think that's really important to watch them and to really try and understand what they went through and how we as a society do not um we don't take good care of our vets right maybe maybe in Canada we do more but I just think for what they've gone through they they deserve a lot because even just watching it is a lot right but what I like about this movie is that they have these humanity moments like when they're when they get to Brian or when they finally find him and they're sitting on that where they have to protect that bridge or whatever and the way they're sitting there and the way they're just talking and it's just it's really beautiful it's just like it's just like the calm before the storm but their conversations with each other and you just they're just men like they're just young men who are just you know wanting to go home to their families and stuff like that but I think the last scene when they when they get to Ryan and he's like I'm not leaving and I'm like I like, I respect that so much, but at the same time, like, you have to think about your mom. Like, yeah. your mom is going to get, like, a lot of letters, and it's really sad. Um, so that's that scene really stuck out to me before the chaos. That scene is crazy once the Germans get there. It's, it's so crazy. And, like, how they have to protect that bridge, right? And, I mean, you get down to, like, a few people because yeah. they're not going to – yeah. It's it's not it's it's, it's again, not pretty. It's, it's nothing glorified. It's no. It's the reality of war. Of like you can, you get these connection with these people, then they just. I don't want to say kill them like nothing because they do give some of these characters like some time to either like die or yeah a moment they know they're gonna die. Yes, like Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel, who I forgot he was in this movie. Me too. I didn't even. Yeah. And he tries to be a hero. He tries to do the right thing and save this child that ultimately costs him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember in that scene is when I realized Giovanni Ribisi's in this. Yes, and... I wrote them down. Okay. Um. So, oh, Jeremy Davis plays the. I think he's like a report. Remember, he won't shoot anybody. He has a really hard time with it. And um, Barry Pepper was the sniper guy. I loved him. I was very, very upset when he did or did not die um tom sizemore i you know what i was watching time tom sizemore and he used to be really popular when i was like you know back in my day a billion years ago um he's a really good actor and it's really a shame he kind of has gone down the path he's gone down because he was a really good actor he's really good in this movie obviously tom hanks is like the main guy and and then you know it's matt damon plays private ryan but we don't see like he's only in really at the end when they get to him, right? It's more yeah. about their journey there. Ed Burns plays such a complete asshole, but you get it. Like when they capture the German, and they're all there, and I think it's he had 
the German had just killed one of the characters. I think yeah. it was Giovanni Ribisi. So they were all very, very upset because he was just, a, he was a medic and he was just there to help them. And so anyways, he killed, and so they capture this German and they don't know what to do. Like they're like, do we kill him? Do we let him go? Whatever. And Tom Hanks, there's like this whole montage, not montage, a whole like, speech thing and they let this German go and Ed Burns loses his mind and I understand why he would he's like he just killed someone and now we're just gonna let him go and he's gonna turn around and kill more people like why are we letting him go or whatever but it was that piece of humanity where it's like he's looking at this guy and he he's he's just nobody wants to be there like you know but it's kill or be killed right yeah let's do it you gotta do yeah um Jeremy Davis Vin Diesel yeah that's that's those are the ones but it, oh and um Adam Goldberg he's in it too you know the guy from he well he's in Friends for he plays Eddie in Friends that has the goldfish he's yeah. in that yeah, yeah. cool because he he has probably the toughest death scene not only because he's in this like knife fight oh, and gets God. like slowly slowly stabbed in yes. the chest and that guy Jeremy Davis lets the guy walk by I him because he just and that's I, I like that that's he does the, he does kill him yeah he afterwards. does redeem himself he does redeem himself because they're all shooting at him and jeremy davis's like character is like literally two feet away but he's down like a little ravine and then when they kind of get control because the planes all come and he, they kind of get control of the situation then he lines them all up and he's talking to them in because he could speak german that's why he was there because he was a translator he wasn't even there to like shoot people he was just there as a translator and so he ends up shooting the guy that killed his friend or whatever right but Oh God! So, such such a hard hard movie, but it's really well done. Yeah, it's one of it's like, yeah, it's like when I watch these movies, I I find them really difficult. Like Dunkirk and the one with um, uh, the Spider Man guy, um, where he plays, he doesn't even shoot a gun. Oh, he goes um, up a hip. Uh, Hacksaw Ridge. Hacksaw Ridge. Like there's some excellent war movies. They're just they're tough. Yeah, it's one of those you feel bad because they put so much time into it. So like they're asking for a couple hours of your time. Yeah. And sometimes it is a little just too difficult to watch. But it's it's one of those that they're just they are so worth it mm -hmm. because the stories are so well done. And especially this one, like even with the Normandy thing, like they have blood on the screen. Like they just they really bring you into it. Yes. Oh, it was no sugarcoat in this this movie. No. I don't have any wild stories from this no one. Way. I think everyone, everything went smoothly. No, it's quite a cast, though. Quite a cast of characters. Yeah. All right. You ready for... Yeah, let's have some fun. Guess that movie. I know. Which felt like we did last week, but it's been like since June. No, we did guess that movie. We did guess that TV, TV show, show in August. August. Yeah, I know. So we got 10 movies. Again, 10 movies. All different. For those who don't know our formula, you start with one word, then a secondary actor, a quote from the movie, and then they can't figure it out by then, the main actor. Yes. Who goes first? You. No, so, me. You you read first. I'm going to read first. Okay. Okay. Um, my one word is dysfunctional. <laughs> uh, the problem with this is... Okay, no, I'm not going to say anything. I feel like you mentioned... You mentioned it earlier. That that's where my head immediately went to Little Miss Little Miss Sunshine. Yes. What what other So my actor was gonna be Steve Crowell. Like the main As, or no. secondary? Secondary. It's not about him. No. 
I put my quote was like, no, I'm madly in love with you. And it's not because of your brains and personality. It's because you're beautiful inside and out. Because that was um, the grandpa saying it to Abigail Breslin's character. Mm-hmm. And then main actor, I put Greg Kinnear or Tony Collette. Like, I don't know which one I would say is the main. Like, I feel like it's both of them. But yeah. I feel like it is more about Greg Kinnear because remember, it's all like he needs to get his book or it's something he needs He's on his way. So, oh, it's like advertising. I can't remember what he's even in anyways. He had some. So I do feel it's a little bit more about him, but it's an ensemble, right? It's hard to say who's the main and whatever. Yeah. I mean, I feel like you could argue Abigail Breslin. This- yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, so there's a couple of them and I couldn't just do one word. Okay, so we're just going to call them hyphenated. Okay. <laughs> uh, my one word. Mm-hmm. Space family. Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I was because I, I couldn't just do space because that's a little too vague. So no, I, I would have. I think you should have done that. Oh, make it hard, man. Okay. Right. Uh, secondary actor, I did John C. Riley. Okay. Uh, my quote was "Dance off, bro." <laughs> nice. And then obviously Chris Pratt. Yeah, that's good. Do you think she'd like that movie? I think Meg might. It's got good music. Yeah, yeah, that would be a, a, a selling fun. feature. Yeah, I don't know. We'll e- figure even, it out. And if she liked the first one, then the second one, it's got Kurt Russell. Yeah. The second one's not as good, but... It's still good, though. Yeah. Okay. My number two is two words as well, is Harvard Law. Harvard Law. I don't know why Good Will Hunting was the first movie that came into my head. That's a good guess. No, it's not it. Harvard Law. I feel like there's a lot of movies about Harvard, but I also don't remember them. Uh, Harvard Law. Um, The Social Network? Mm, Good guess. No. They go to Harvard? sure did they go to harvard uh probably it they was, went somewhere it was... smart it was somewhere smart in somewhere massachusetts so yeah. that's a good shot uh harvard law yeah, i don't know my one actor is luke wilson God, i cannot think of anything luke wilson's in beyond just wes anderson right harvard law uh legally blonde yes good job i was getting all ready for my quote because i was going to try and say it like her but i don't think i can What's the quote? Okay. <laughs> now I can't do it again. Exercise gives you endorphins, and endorphins make you happy, and happy people just don't shoot their husbands. They just don't. Reese Witherspoon. Thank you. Very, very Reesey. Reesey. All right. My second movie. Okay. First word. Okay. Small. Big. <laughs> no, it's a good guess. <sighs> Uh, honey, I shrunk the kids. No, another good guess. Small, small. Okay, give me an actor. Jason Sudeikis. Interesting, interesting. Is it that Matt Damon one where they? Matt Damon one where they shrink with Kristen Wiig. I don't know. Is it? I don't remember the name of it though. Uh, small. Uh, quote this small world is filled with uh, this small world is filled with things to do is it the Kristen Wiig one with Matt Damon it is oh frig what is the name of that movie what what and I'm trying to think about like ways to not just tell you I know I know I don't even like it feels like my mind has crickets in there so right if now you're at, like, like a, I can't even if you're at like a bigger house but then you lose money so you have to go to a smaller house with less room what would you what would you call that that would suck 
Um, downsizing. Downsizing. Good job. Glad I, glad I made that one harder. Yes, that one was hard. It was good. Um, okay. I So you did Matt Damon, obviously, as your main. Yeah. Uh, my one word is hippie. Oh, hippie is a lot of options. I don't know. Dazed and Confused was the first one that came into my head. No, good guess, though. Uh, hippie. 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 <laughs> um, God, there's a lot of hippie movies out there. What's what's secondary actor? Jordan Peele. Hippie. Oh, uh, Wonderlust. Yes. And I said my quote was, I believe I can fly. Because that's what Jennifer Aniston says when she's all high. She's in that tree and she's like, I believe I can fly. <laughs> and Jennifer Aniston, I put as the. Or you could do Paul Rudd, but. Yeah, Again. E- either or. Yeah. All right. My third movie. Fourth. Third. Third. All right. My one word. Jury. Um. Oh my god, I can't think of the name of it. Um, you can't handle the truth. Is it that one? I what's that movie called? <laughs> you said I you said I have to make it harder. I know, I know, I know. Um oh my god, what is wrong with my brain? When I'm like put on the spot, I can't do it. With Tom Cruise and it's you know, they're yeah, there's like a jury because of a thing. Uh, a few good men? No. Okay. I'm really glad I sent you on that train <laughs> just to tell you no. Just to tell me no instead of just letting me just... Putting out okay. of your misery? No. Um, I don't know. All right. Secondary actor, Lee J. Cobb. Hmm. I don't know who that is. That's and good. And I'm going to... Is it the Eddie Redmay one? No. Okay. Thank you for saying no because I can't think of titles right now. Um... A jury. Okay, give me the quote. Prejudice always obscures the truth. Ooh, I like that quote. I think the main actor, you'll get it because this is a movie where no one has a name. Oh, 12 Angry Men. Yeah. You gave it away. I did. But you were struggling. And I know. If I got to Henry Fonda, then you would have gotten it anyways. Yes, I think so. Jury, Henry Fonda. Yeah. We watched it. A great movie. I really enjoyed that movie. One of my favorite movies. Yeah. It's a really good one. Okay. My number four, Winter. Game of Thrones. Um, well, I know you wouldn't put the title in it, so it wouldn't be like Winter's Bone. Uh, winter movies, The Shining. Nope. Well, I guess it's more of a horror. Uh, winter... I'm really just thinking of obscure movies. Not even obscure. I think I'm thinking of movies we've watched for the challenge because I was thinking of the Grand Budapest Hotel because mm-hmm. that's in winter at one point. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure. My actor's going to be Josh Gad. Frozen. Yes. <laughs> Fine. The cold never bothered me anyway. I was going to do. Did you, know. you do Adele the Zine? No, I did Kristen Bell actually. But yeah. <laughs> All right. My fourth movie. Okay. One word. Yes. Because I have to make it harder. We're, I'm not doing two words. No. Prequel. Okay. Prequel. I'm going to do Blade Runner. No. Because good guess. I don't even know if that's a prequel, actually. but. Um, well, technically, yeah. Because Blade Runner 2099. Yeah. 
and then 2016, 14, yeah. Oh, yeah, because, oh, wait, why did I say 2019? Isn't that, because the first one's just called Blade Runner. Yeah, I think so. It's not a year, but the second one has a year. Has a year. Anyways, Maybe the second yeah. one's a prequel. That's what I thought. I think Because I think it's 20, I'm Yeah, wrong. okay. Uh, Prequel. So, what is, I mean, Star Wars prequels. Um... Black Widow. Nope. Another another good guess. Is it in the MCU? It is not. Okay. I'm surprised you t- you answered that. That's funny. I thought you were going to be like, I'm well, not I already, answering that. Because I already did one. Yeah. Um. Okay. I don't know. Pretty cool. That's a hard. It's, it means so many. Uh, secondary actor, Emma Thompson. Okay. Oh, Cruella. Yeah. I just watched that. Again? Meg watched it. Oh. Uh, Blade Runner is 2019. Oh, so, so it is. is a, the is first one is a, technically not a prequel then, because it's just a continuation of the yeah, story. Right, right, right. 2019 though, that's 2019, weird. 2019, that is weird. The future. <laughs> so, um, my quote, I don't. I just looked it up, and it was, "Darling, if I'm gonna have to repeat myself, uh, if I'm gonna have to repeat myself a lot, this isn't gonna work out." Mm. Yeah, she's really good. Mag really liked it. Actually, it was good. Um, okay, my fifth one is agoraphobic. Okay, so someone that doesn't want to go outside. Yes. Uh, going out. Agoraphobia. I know there's a... Oh, wait, no, that was a TV show where they, like, took someone that was and they, like, brought them outside. Is that what happens in that movie? In this movie? Yeah. No. I actually um, haven't seen it. I want to see it. Oh, okay. Have I seen it? Probably not. It's okay. new. Okay. Um, er. Us. No. Oh, okay. Who's the... Anthony Mackie. Anthony Mackie. So it's not Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um, I have no, I didn't know he was in anything coming up. Oh, my uh, God. I didn't finish my quote. Nice. So what, what is the unfinished quote? I literally have, I think there's some. Oh, my goodness think there's some anthony mackie who's like the main person amy adams oh it's on netflix you don't know it no oh did not hear about this it's called woman in the window so she's agoraphobic amy adams but she's also a psychologist and then she sees something across the street that happens in like an apartment or something but i haven't seen it so i don't know but how it all shakes out (laughs) which i wouldn't say anyway because i don't want to ruin it all right. Uh, my next one, my one word, lawn. Lawn. Oh, um, get off my lawn. Yep. That is that is right. Clint Eastwood. Yep. Scott's in it too. Get off my lawn. Yep. With his gun. Mm-hmm. Is it two words? It is two words. Yeah. It's like I can see the words, but I can't say the words. Or like it's like I know, but I can't <laughs> think of it right now yeah i have no idea but i know which one you're talking about uh so i'll give you my quote okay get off my lawn it's amazing uh-huh mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. does it count when i don't know the title but i know what movie it is it's like mm. i should get a half a point for that i feel like that's that's pretty generous it's probably the point of the whole movie yes to know, what, like, the to know what the movie is called they probably want you to know probably they've worked really hard and they 
want me to know what the name of that movie is. Get off me. What does the first word start with? G. Get off my lawn. Oh, um, Gran Torino. Yep. Holy jeez. We got there. My brain almost exploded there. I wouldn't have got it if you didn't say a G. I, I, for some reason, I was like, T was the first word. So it was, you know. As one does. Yes. My number six is apocalyptic. Okay. So it's like every movie. I know, right? San Andreas. No. <laughs> it's funny, though. Um, apocalyptic. One of the X-Men movies? No. Is it Apocalypse Now? No. That'd be funny, though. Um. Okay, I'm not. I'm not sure for the one word. Um, Riley Keough. Logan Lucky. No. I don't know anything else she's in. Uh, Zoe Kravitz is also in it, but these are those are secondary characters. Zoe Kravitz and Riley Keough. Um, and they're in an apocalypse movie. Are they in like one of like the Divergent? Is it one of those movies? No. Um, okay, what's the what's the quote? Okay, so when I say it, you're gonna know because. Do they I, say the title of the movie? Not the title, but like, ha, a like little a, piece ha, of Hunger it. Games. No. If I'm gonna die, I'm gonna die historic on Fury Road. <laughs> <laughs> so, Mad Max. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't have to say that. I'm gonna die historic on a a road. Yeah. I said just a road. Charlie's Theron, guys. Bad Max. We're doing road. we're doing great. I know. <laughs> All right, my next one. My one word. Okay. Murder. I mean everything. Okay. Hey, Murder. You said ap- apocalypse. I know. <laughs> That's what it said in the in the thing description. An apocalyptic world. So I was like, perfect. I'll say apocalypse. Okay. Murder. 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 I want to guess one just because I like to have like, you know, that I've thought of it. And it's like there's probably so many movies with murder. And now, of course, I'm blank. It's like crickets up there right now. Um, okay, give me a person. Matthew Lillard. And it's a movie? It is a movie. Without a paddle. No. I don't even know what that is. Scream. Yay! I didn't know what the quote was, but I know there's something about a call coming from inside the house. Yeah. It's Drew Barrymore. That's a good scene, actually, I have to say. I don't like horror movies, but I did like the first Scream. It was good. They're I, making a new one, I was going to say, excited for the new one? Oh, my jeez. Also, I couldn't just... Because I, I guess the movie's technically about, like, Sydney and Nev Campbell, but yeah. it's really Courtney Cox. It's hard, because I feel like it is, like, about both of them but i do feel like more it's nev campbell because it's about her whereas courtney cox plays the reporter right yeah. so um okay my number seven is my one word is nasa okay uh i don't know why the first movie i thought it was the martian yes oh nice jessica chastain was my secondary i didn't know if i'd done this one before that's why i was like have i done this one because i love the martian so i tend to use overuse it um so my quote was, I'm definitely not going to die a pair of five. Oh, I'm definitely going to die a pair of five to listen to any more god-awful god disco music. Because remember, he only has that one disc. Yeah. And Matt Damon, obviously. 
I now I kind of especially the Jessica Chastain's in it too, like Interstellar and uh, The Martian. Not like combined in my head because they are different stories, but they both like have a lot of similar tendencies to them. Totally, that's fair. Yeah. All right, my next one. Okay. My one word. Mm-hmm. Card. Card. Like a playing card, or just car- that's all can't, you're giving me. Wow, he's really card. Card. Uh, I'm gonna say it is um, some kind of gambling movie. Rounders. No, not that one. Something gambling. Okay, go. A secondary actor. Yes. Zazie Beats. Okay. Mm. Oh, um, no. I was going to say Ocean's 8. But that's not right. Because they're not gambling, they're stealing. Um, no. Okay. I'm, I'm glad I get to go to the quote. Because it is very good. I actually don't think you'll get, get it, it from this the either. Okay. Um, I used to think that life is a tragedy. But now I realize it's a comedy. Oh, I like that quote. You would also you're also gonna like the person that said it. Okay. Ouch. Um Yeah, I don't know. Tell me. Main actor. Yeah. Joaquin Phoenix. Is the Joker? Yep. Oh, okay. Card. So you were right with playing cards, oh, but I couldn't tell you you were right. Oh, I see. Oh, you're tricky. Got to make it harder. Tricky, tricky, tricky. Okay, my one word is Olympics. Uh, cool Runnings. Nope. Uh, um, there's a lot of Olympic movies. There's the like ski jump one, but I don't remember what that was called. It was like Eddie the Eagle. Yeah, it's not that one. Um. I just have to say it to just get it out of my head, but mm-hmm. I know that um, the one with Will Ferrell when they're figure skating, I know that's not the Olympics. Okay. It's not that one anyway. Uh, what is that movie called? I don't know. Um, You're asking the, the wrong girl. That's true. <laughs> I do. Wow. And I just have kicking and screaming in my head, even though it's not no. called that. Although that'd be a funny title for a figure skating movie. That would be funny. Um. All right. I'm not, not sure from Olympics. Okay. My actor is Sebastian Stan. Uh, Anytime I can say his name. That's true. Argo? No. God, I love that movie, though. I was trying to think, is that like set around the Olympics? But it's not. Because I was thinking it was a part of the um, uh, the people that were not kidnapped, but they were like held captive right, right. at an Olympics. Okay, Olympics, Sebastian Stan uh logan lucky no <laughs> um olympics oh um i got it and now i feel like i'm pulling a U right now because i know everything about this movie it's margot robbie it's allison janney it's about nancy kerrigan and tanya harding yep but now i weirdly cannot think of what this movie is called well you just said it i did just one say it. no you said part of the word part of the title because one of oh the- uh it's uh i am tanya i tanya i tanya yeah yeah, because he plays like the the guy with the mustache. Yeah, that does the deed. That does the deed. He plays the ex-husband or whatever, right? Yeah. All right, my next one, my one word, acronym. Ooh, look at you! I you put a lot of effort in this time. I can tell. You definitely brought your A game. An acronym. So the title is an acronym. 
thing as an acronym. There is an, I could tell you there's an acronym involved with the movie in some kind, some way, shape, or form. NASA. Is that what the movie's called? That's an acronym. It is an acronym. <laughs> FBI. Yep. Federal Bureau of Investigation. CIA. Central Intelligence Agency. This is a fun game. I thought so. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Uh, secondary actor, Allison Janney. trying to think of what she's in oh i just watched a really bad movie with her in it <laughs> breaking news in yuba county oh it's bad um ba, 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 ba. i don't know i can't think of anything anything she's in okay the quote i don't know if this is going to help okay. but um no matter where you go or what you do to distract yourself reality catches up eventually no matter where you go or what you do, reality catches up with you. Yeah. Wow. I got nothing. I'm trying to go through her IMDb in my head, but it's like The Help and that one with John Krasinski I loved. Um, yeah, I can't think of anything else. Uh, the movie stars Mae Whitman. Really? I love her. The Duff. Yeah. Acronym. I love that. Good one. That's a good one. Wow, I can't believe I didn't remember that she was in that movie. I love that movie, The Duff. I almost put it on my list for romantic comedies. I don't feel like it's well, it kind of is a romantic comedy. I guy. feel like it just it falls into the because it's, it's like and he he helps her to repair repair image and he's dumb, so she helps him with school. I feel like there's just like that's a genre right there. It like, totally is. She and he's all that. Yeah, because I don't feel like like. Nerd helps hot person. <laughs> totally. Um, okay. My one word is justice. Mercy. Mm, good. No. Uh, this is an old, older movie, just so you know. Uh, the Pelican Brief. Oh, God. You're right. You're close. Oh. Okay. Well, you're close on. Yeah. No, I'm not telling you. I'm not telling you. Okay. Um, training Day? No. Okay. Justice. I don't know. What's Aaron Eckhart is the secondary actor. Is it The Dark Knight? No. Oh. That'd be <sighs> good, though, if I did that. The Pelican Brief. So I was close with that. Well, there's a reason you're close for that. Denzel. No. I can't remember who the girl in it is now. Mm. Is it Julia Roberts? Yes. Is it? Yeah. Oh. Um, oh. Uh, the, the one that it ever talks about and i've seen part of it not the whole thing so i had to watch it for school but it was only a few scenes and she's a single mom um and she dresses inappropriately for the office yes and she has two kids three really she has a baby too okay. she's got like two kids and then a baby uh because it's her name right it's mm -hmm. uh aaron brockovich good job i got there it took me a minute but good job Thank you. Uh, my next one. We got three you, left. You have two. Because right. I have one. What? How many did you do? I did ten. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Oh, I did eleven. No, no. Wait. No, I do have ten. Okay. Okay. Uh, my one word. Okay. Depression. Depression. 
It's hard because I think like, is it like war depression? Or, like, you know, like that, like the Great Depression? Or is it like depression, like girl interrupted or, um, or the one with Adam Sandler, Punch Drunk Love? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Depression like. Uh, secondary actor. Yes. Antonio Banderas. Oh, interesting. Antonio Banderas. Oh, I can't think of any movies he's in except for the Z, like the Zorro one or whatever. Some high. <laughs> yeah. It's the only name one I can think of. Nope. Uh, the quote. Yeah. I crave a happy life, Grandpa. Crave a happy life, Grandpa. Crave a happy life, Grandpa. Willy Wonka. No, do you see Timothy Chalamet is gonna yes. be? Yes. Is he not a perfect choice for that? Oh my god, I love that. No, Willy Wonka is the only thing that popped in my head when you said that. I crave a ha- happy life. All right, yeah. this this should hopefully give it. Oh gosh, because they had two actors listed before this person, but I think this movie involves this person more. Okay. Uh, I can't say his last name right, but it's Mandy Patink- Patinkin. Oh, I love Mandy Patinkin. Um. It's Antonio Banderas. Uh, oh, life itself. Yeah. Oh, so the depression nice. was for us. Yeah, it was. Holy moly. Because they had Olivia Wilde and Oscar Isaac listed before. Yeah. But really, he, he to me, was the star of that. He was so sweet. I, lo- I actually, yeah, there's parts of that movie that is really good. It's just really depressing. I'm really glad Antonio Banderas threw you off. Yeah, Cause I never. Because the, the movie is, is very much an ensemble, and his story isn't, like, that memorable from it. No, it's good. And I don't really, yeah, like I say, I, the only one that came to my head was Z for Zorro. I'm sure, I'm sure there's lots. I just don't know them Shrek. off the top of my head. Yeah, he plays Puss in Boots, doesn't he? Spy, isn't he in Spy Kids? Is isn't he, he the dad? Isn't he the dad with Carla Gugino? Yeah. Yeah. My last one. Mm-hmm. I feel like you've done really well this time. You really upped your game. Thank you. Okay. My last word is bus. Speed. Yes, good. I couldn't think of any other bus movie, so if I, I was wrong with that, I I don't know how, what else to say because it's like I can't say speed. So <laughs> slow. I slow. Yeah. Then I did Dennis Hopper, and I'm that's the, and then my quote was like, "Poor people are crazy, Jack. I'm eccentric." And can you read? I was gonna do Sandra Bullock, but I don't know. You can't go wrong, right? When you have two yeah. main people. Yeah. Yep. All right, my last one. Okay. One word. Okay corpse corpse oh weekend at bernie's no good good guess that actually that was one of the when i wrote that word down that was like the first movie that came in my head um it is the hangover no there's no, no corpse in that eh uh, there could be yeah there could be a corpse in that one this is like a corpse and they're just like bringing a corpse around or there's like a corpse okay i don't know uh, my secondary actor, I think this will give it away, but Kiefer Sutherland. Kiefer Sutherland is in Flatliners. No. That's a, that's a good guess. But he is in Flatliners. He is in Flatliners. That's not the movie I wrote down. <laughs> that would have been good, though. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of Kiefer Sutherland movies. He's in Young Guns. I don't even think he's in Young Guns. Wow. I'm having a really hard time today. Um... Sutherland. I know he's in like 24, but that's a TV show. 
Okay, go. Would you like the quote? Yes. We'd only been gone for two days, but somehow the town felt different, smaller. Oh, stand by me. Good one. Corpse. Going to see a corpse. Kiefer Sutherland. Yes. If you were to pick an actor, who would you pick that like encapsulates this movie? Like for the main actor. River Phoenix. Oh, see, I did Will Wheaton. Yeah. Well, yeah. I guess for me, I just had such a like a connection, a, like deep love for River Phoenix. So I think if he was in a movie, I'd always just say him. But. Not Jerry O'Connell. Yeah. No, right. He has had a glow up. <laughs> That's crazy. Don't you miss the Kelly and Jerry era? Uh, where Kelly Ripa? No. No? No, I don't like his energy on that. I like him, but I didn't like his energy on that show. I like Ryan Seacrest. I think he does a good job. I think they have good energy. Ow. Oh, my gosh. Can Ow. we please not have any injuries? Uh, Luckily, I didn't hit my funny bone, so we're good. Yeah. I hope everyone heard that. That was pretty loud. Was, I hit. Well, and you know what? That sounds like it's time for. Yes. Picking our next movies. Here, I'll hold it so I can get it. Okay. Yeah, it did hurt. Of course it did. He banged it really hard. Please be a good movie. I can't handle anything right now. 57. Okay. Um, I cannot read that. I think that says A Beautiful Mind. Okay. That's a good one. It's a pretty good movie. I I feel... Wait. Is A Beautiful Mind the Kevin Spacey one? No. It's Russell Crowe. Oh. Beautiful Mind. And Jennifer Connelly. He's like a genius what's guy. The, schizophrenic. What's the... Oh. Um, American Beauty. American Beauty. What I was thinking of. Yeah. it mixed good got it and i get number 59 which is from what i can read goodfellas nice i'm down for some goodfellas there we go that's a that's those a, are those are good those a, are good those are not depressing an up, an up week yeah yeah goodfellas isn't depressing it's just it's fun it's like actiony and good ray liotta yeah I love it. It's actually, if I were to rank my movies, it would be it would be in high consideration for my top ten. So, uh, not to distract from the. Oh, I thought this person was recording our front lawn with stuff garbage, but she's just on Facetime with someone. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. So, was the first one a Beautiful Mind? Yeah. Beautiful Mind, Goodfellas. Yeah, he plays like a schizophrenic or something. He sees. Yeah. Anyways. Okay. Well, yeah, it's good. It's a good movie. Be interesting to see. Case. And I'm not really a Russell Crowe fan, so it's good. Yeah. Even though you sent me a challenge to do a Russell Crowe one. Which one? The one where uh, his wife or his daughter, he has to break his oh, wife out of jail. Oh, that's actually a really good movie. I like that movie. Yeah. Well, you had me watch it. Yeah. Back in the old days. Eight, four crazy days or four days or anyways, it doesn't matter. Eight crazy nights. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I'm trying to think. Is anything? Oh, uh, The Last Duel comes out. Yes, I'm busy though. I'm taking care of your sister. Well, I have so. w- I have work, but I'm just I'm just saying it's coming out, so I want to see it soon. What um next week is our big week. We're supposed to go on the twenty second. On the twenty second, the French Dispatch and Dune come out. Wow. Oh, I just got a thing from Cineplex too that we can go early and see external. Oh my God, Eternals. Eternals. Mm-hmm. I'd be down to see that early. Get to see it on a Thursday night. Yeah. So I didn't buy tickets yet because I didn't know for sure if you wanted to do that. No, I would love it. I would love to see it early. All right. I'm excited. Me too. You sound excited. I really, I really did. <laughs> I, I, I am really excited. I am excited. <laughs> it's, still, it's still a couple weeks away and I feel like it's, it's all like getting. next Friday. Oh, sorry. Next Friday's Dune and whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
I'm I feel like it's all just getting overshadowed by Spider-Man though because I'm just yeah. I'm waiting for trailer two right I feel like trailer two is when they're gonna yeah they're gonna reveal some stuff right gotcha. I ex- I'm excited for Ned to be the villain no he's gonna they're gonna do it I don't want that my girlfriend figured out how they're gonna do it and I'm really jealous of her that she figured it out yeah she's so smart she is uh, Casey, got anything else? I got nothing else, Jackie. All right. Then besides that, we'll see you next time. Bye.